Welcome to Skybound Chronicles, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the clouds, exploring the iconic Boeing 737 and the incredible stories that surround its development, history, and the world of aviation. I'm your host, Pavel, and together we'll soar through the skies to uncover the fascinating tales of triumphs, challenges, and mysteries surrounding this legendary aircraft. The inception of the Boeing 737 dates back to the mid-1960s, a period characterized by rapid advancements in aviation technology. Boeing, already a notable player in the aerospace industry, identified a niche for a new aircraft that would supplement the Boeing 727 on shorter, less-trafficked routes. This gap in the market led to the conceptualization of the Boeing 737, a twin jet that retained the 707's fuselage width and six abreast seating, but with a significant change. The introduction of two underwing turbofans instead of the 727's four. This design choice was not only innovative but also strategic, positioning the 737 as a contender for big jet comfort on short-haul routes. The 737's journey from blueprint to the skies was marked by several key developments. The first model, the 737-100, took its maiden flight in April 1967, a momentous event in Boeing's history. It officially began service in February 1968 with Lufthansa setting a new standard in the commercial aviation sector. The 737-200, a lengthened version of the minus 100, followed suit, entering service in April 1968. These original variants, powered by Pratt and Whitney JT 8D low-bypass engines, offered seating capacities ranging from 85 to 130 passengers. Boeing's foray into the development of the 737 was a bold move, particularly given the competitive landscape at the time. The company was trailing behind its rivals, such as the SC-210 Caravelle, BAC-111, Douglas DC-9, and Fokker F-28. To expedite the development process and stay competitive, Boeing cleverly utilized 60% of the structure and systems from the existing 727. This decision, while practical, also introduced innovative features such as the six-abreast seating configuration providing an edge over the competitors' five-abreast layouts. The engineering decisions behind the 737 were revolutionary. One such decision, led by engineer Joe Sutter, was the relocation of the engines to the wings. This not only lightened the aircraft's structure but also simplified the accommodation of six-abreast seating. The design allowed for shortened landing gear, which lowered the fuselage, thereby improving baggage and passenger access. The wings of the 737, featuring airfoil sections inspired by the 707 and 727 but thicker, were engineered to reduce drag at high speeds, further enhancing the aircraft's performance. The evolution of the 737 did not stop with the original variants. The aircraft branched into what are now recognized as the four generations of the Boeing 737 family, ranging from the first generation original series, including the 737 to 100 and minus 200, to the fourth generation 737 MAX series, launched in 2011. The launch of the 737 in 1965 was a significant financial undertaking for Boeing involving an investment of $150 million. The confidence and subsequent order by Lufthansa were pivotal, securing the project's future. This was soon followed by a major order from United Airlines, leading to the development of the 737-200, a stretched version of the Minus 100. 
despite facing stiff competition in its early years especially from European short-haul single-aisle aircraft, the 737 program received crucial support from orders placed by the U.S. Air Force and several African airlines. The introduction of the 737 to 200 Advanced and its re-engining with the CFM-56 engine significantly bolstered the aircraft's position in the market. The production of the 737, particularly its fuselage, was carried out in Wichita, Kansas, by Boeing's spin-off company Spirit Aerosystems. These fuselages were then transported by rail to Renton for final assembly. The Renton factory, synonymous with innovation, has been central to the production of the 737, with plans to expand its operations to the Everett factory. In the late 1970s, Boeing embarked on a transformative journey to upgrade its successful 737 original series. The market was shifting, with airlines seeking more fuel-efficient, higher-capacity, and longer-range aircraft. This shift led to the birth of the 737 Classic Series, which included the 737 to 300, minus 400, and minus 500 models. The Classic Series was not just an upgrade, but a substantial redefinition of the 737 aimed at maintaining Boeing's competitive edge in the increasingly crowded short to medium haul market segment. The development of the 737 Classic was driven by several key factors. First and foremost was the need for improved fuel efficiency. The 1970s oil crisis had significantly impacted the aviation industry, making fuel efficiency a top priority for airlines. Boeing responded by equipping the Classic Series with the new CFM-56 turbofan engines. These engines represented a technological leap forward, offering significant improvements in fuel consumption and noise reduction compared to the Pratt & Whitney JT-8D engines used in the original series. However, the larger diameter of the CFM-56 engines posed a unique challenge due to the 737's low ground clearance. Boeing's innovative solution was to mount the engines ahead of the wing and move some engine accessories to the side rather than underneath, thus maintaining adequate ground clearance. The 737-300, the first of the Classic Series, was launched in 1981 with an order from Southwest Airlines. This model was longer than the 737-200, providing capacity for up to 149 passengers. The Minus 300 model featured significant aerodynamic refinements, including redesigned wingtips and improved flaps which enhanced the aircraft's performance and fuel efficiency. The interior of the 737-300 also saw upgrades with a more modern and comfortable cabin drawing inspiration from the Boeing 757. Following the success of the Minus 300, Boeing introduced the 737-400 in 1988. This model was a further stretch of the Minus 300 designed to accommodate up to 188 passengers catering to airlines' demands for higher capacity. The Minus 400 model was particularly popular among European charter airlines, which appreciated its combination of capacity and range for short- to medium-haul flights. The final variant in the Classic series was the 737-500, introduced in 1990. This model was a response to customer demand for a replacement for the 737-200, offering similar passenger capacity but with the enhanced performance and efficiency of the new engines and aerodynamics. The Minus 500 was particularly appealing to airlines operating on shorter routes that required a high-frequency service. 
the 737NG series encompassing the 737 to 600, minus 700, minus 800, and minus 900 models was Boeing's answer to the challenges and opportunities of the 1990s. With competition intensifying from rival Airbus and its A320 family, Boeing recognized the need to modernize its 737 fleet. The market was calling for aircraft that were more efficient, had greater range and capacity, and incorporated the latest technological advancements. This led to the official announcement of the 737NG program in 1991, marking the beginning of a new era for the 737. One of the most critical aspects of the 737NG's development was the significant redesign of the wing. The new wing was larger and more efficient, increasing its area by 25% and its span by 16 feet compared to the classic 737s. These changes not only improved aerodynamic efficiency but also allowed for a substantial increase in fuel capacity, extending the aircraft's range. The use of advanced materials and manufacturing techniques further enhanced the wing's performance. Powering the 737NG was the CFM56-7B engine, an evolution of the CFM56 series used on the classic 737s. This engine offered further improvements in fuel efficiency, noise reduction, and emissions, meeting the stricter environmental regulations of the time. The combination of the new wing and the updated engine significantly enhanced the overall performance and economy of the 737NG, making it a highly competitive aircraft in the global market. The 737NG also saw advancements in avionics and cockpit technology. Boeing introduced a new, more modern flight deck inspired by the technology used in the Boeing 777. This included the adoption of large, flat-panel, color displays and the introduction of the next-generation flight management system, which provided pilots with enhanced operational capabilities and greater ease of use. Each model within the 737NG family was tailored to specific market needs. The 737-600, the smallest variant, was designed as a direct replacement for the 737-500. While the 737-700 was seen as a successor to the 737-300, the 737-800 was developed to replace the 737-400, offering a greater capacity and range, making it one of the best-selling versions of the NG series. The 737-900, the longest variant, was designed to compete with the Airbus A321, offering the highest passenger capacity in the 737 family. The 737NG series not only met the contemporary demands of the aviation market but also set new standards in terms of efficiency, reliability, and passenger comfort. These aircraft incorporated numerous design and technological enhancements, reflecting Boeing's commitment to continuous improvement. The 737 MAX project was initiated as Boeing's strategic response to the evolving needs of the airline industry and the competitive pressure exerted by Airbus with its A320neo family. Launched in August 2011, the 737 MAX series was envisioned to offer airlines improved fuel efficiency, reduced operational costs, and increased range capabilities, all while maintaining commonality with the previous 737 Next Generation NG series. A central feature of the 737 MAX development was the introduction of the CFM International Leap 1B engines. 
These engines were a key factor in achieving approximately 14% greater fuel efficiency compared to the 737 NG's CFM 56-7B engines and a significant reduction in noise and emissions. However, the larger size of the LEAP 1B engines posed a design challenge due to the 737's low ground clearance. Boeing's solution was to mount the engines higher and further forward on the wing, a decision that led to subsequent modifications in the aircraft's aerodynamics. The 737 MAX also incorporated advanced technology winglets, a split-tip design that further improved fuel efficiency and range. These winglets were a noticeable external feature, distinguishing the MAX from previous 737 versions. Additionally, Boeing implemented enhancements to the airframe and introduced lighter, more advanced materials to reduce the overall weight of the aircraft. Inside the cockpit, the 737 MAX featured Boeing's advanced cockpit display system, which included large-format displays and upgraded avionics that enhanced pilots' situational awareness and operational efficiency. The flight deck design retained similarities with the NG series, ensuring a seamless transition for pilots upgrading to the MAX. The 737 MAX family initially comprised four variants, the MAX 7, MAX 8, MAX 9, and later the MAX 10. Each variant was tailored to different market segments, with the MAX 8 being the first to enter service. The MAX 8, in particular, became a popular choice among airlines for its balance of capacity, range, and efficiency, making it a direct competitor to the Airbus A320neo. However, the 737 MAX journey was not without its challenges. Following its entry into service, the MAX fleet faced a significant setback with two tragic accidents involving the MAX 8 variant. These incidents led to a global grounding of the fleet and a thorough review of the aircraft's design, particularly the Maneuvering Characteristics Augmentation System, MCOS, which was implicated in both accidents. This period prompted an extensive re-evaluation of the aircraft's safety systems, pilot training requirements, and regulatory oversight, culminating in design modifications and enhanced pilot training protocols. The 737 MAX return to service marked a critical moment in Boeing's history, reflecting the company's commitment to safety, continuous improvement, and learning from challenging experiences. The series' reentry into the market was a testament to the resilience of the 737 program and its enduring significance in commercial aviation. The Boeing 737's design heritage can be traced back to its predecessors, the Boeing 707 and 727. The fuselage cross-section and nose of the early 737 models were directly derived from these earlier aircraft. An interesting feature inherited from the 707 and 727 was the eyebrow windows above the main glare shield, intended for improved crew visibility. However, these became redundant with the advent of modern avionics and were often covered up to block sun glare. Recognizing this, Boeing removed these windows from the 737 design in 2004, although they continued to be available upon customer request. The 737's landing gear design is another area where significant changes occurred over the years. The main landing gear, located under the wings at mid-cabin, rotates into wheel wells in the aircraft's belly with partial doors and brush-like seals smoothing the wheels in the wells. Notably, the dark circles of the tires are visible when a 737 takes off or is at low altitude. In 2008, the steel brakes of the 737 Next Generation NG were replaced with lighter, more efficient Messier Bugatti carbon brakes.
contributing to a 0.5% improvement in fuel efficiency on models like the 737-800. to A key design aspect of the 737 is the absence of a fuel dump system. Originally, the 737 size didn't necessitate one, and adding such a system in later, larger variants would have resulted in a significant weight penalty. Boeing's solution was to demonstrate an equivalent level of safety with 737s either circling to burn off fuel or landing overweight and being inspected for damage. The engines of the 737 have seen substantial upgrades across generations. The Classic Series, minus 300, minus 400, minus 500, and the NG Series, minus 600, minus 700, minus 800, minus 900, featured the CFM 56 high-bypass turbofan engines, which were 25% more efficient and quieter than the JT-8D engines used in the original series, minus 100 and minus 200. However, these larger engines posed a challenge due to the low ground clearance of the 737. Boeing and CFM International addressed this by placing the engine ahead of the wing and moving engine accessories to the sides, resulting in the 737's distinctive non-circular air intake. The 737NG introduced a six-screen LCD glass cockpit with modern avionics while retaining crew commonality with previous generations. The 737 MAX further advanced this with a cockpit featuring four 15.1-inch landscape LCD screens derived from the Boeing 787 Dreamliner, enhancing pilot situational awareness and operational efficiency. Aerodynamics have also evolved significantly. The introduction of wingtip devices such as blended winglets on the 737NG and the advanced technology winglet on the 737 MAX improved fuel efficiency and reduced lift-induced drag. These design changes demonstrate Boeing's commitment to innovation and efficiency. Interior design has also evolved, with each generation reflecting the contemporary style of its time. The original series cabin was replaced by a design based on the 757 for the Classic Series, which was then updated for the NG Series with influences from the 777. The NG Series later offered the Boeing Sky Interior, featuring sculpted sidewalls, redesigned window housings, and LED mood lighting, among other enhancements. One of the most notable specialized versions of the 737 is the Boeing 737 AEWNC, an airborne early warning and control aircraft based on the 737-700 IGEW, similar to the 737-700ER. This variant plays a crucial role in modern military operations, offering advanced surveillance and communication capabilities. Australia, under Project Wedgetail, was the first to deploy this variant, followed by Turkey and South Korea, underscoring the global demand for such advanced military technology. Another unique adaptation of the 737 was the T-43, a modified 737-200 used by the United States Air Force for training navigators, now known as USAF Combat Systems Officers. Nicknamed the Gator and Flying Classroom, this model was a mainstay at Mather AFB, California, and also supported air navigation training at the U.S. Air Force Academy. Some T-43s were later converted into CT-43s and used as executive transports or radar testbed aircraft, demonstrating the 737's adaptability to a range of military applications. The Boeing C-40 Clipper represents the 737's foray into military logistics and transport. 
Based on the 737-700CNG, the C-40 serves both the United States Navy and Air Force and has been ordered by the United States Marine Corps. The versatility and reliability of the 737 make it an ideal platform for these military variants. A significant leap in the 737's evolution came with the development of the P-8 Poseidon by Boeing Defense, Space, and Security. This aircraft, based on the next-generation 737-800ERX, is employed by the United States Navy in anti-submarine warfare, anti-surface warfare, and shipping interdiction roles. Its ability to operate in conjunction with other assets, such as the Northrop Grumman MQ-4C Triton Maritime Surveillance UAV, exemplifies the 737's adaptability to complex military operations. In the realm of business aviation, Boeing introduced the Boeing Business Jet BBJ series after the launch of the Next Generation series. The BBJ-1, based on the 737-700, included features like stronger wings and landing gear from the 737-800 and extra fuel tanks for increased range. The BBJ-2, based on the 737-800, offered more cabin space and baggage capacity, while the BBJ-3, derived from the 737-900ER, provided even more space and range, catering to the luxury business travel market. Boeing also ventured into cargo transportation with the Boeing Converted Freighter Program, particularly the 737-800 BCF program, launched in 2016. This program transforms old 737-800 passenger jets into dedicated freighters, demonstrating the continued relevance and adaptability of the 737 design in the commercial freight sector. In the realm of environmental research and testing, the Eco-Demonstrator program stands out. Various 737 models, including the Minus 800, Max 7, and Max 9, have been used in this program to test new technologies aimed at reducing aviation's environmental impact. These tests have covered areas such as winglets, sustainable aviation fuel, SAF, noise reduction technologies, and more efficient flight systems underlining Boeing's commitment to sustainability and innovation. This aircraft, renowned for its versatility and reliability, has not only been a favorite in the commercial aviation sector but also a workhorse for many airlines around the world. As of October 2023, the largest operator of the Boeing 737 is Southwest Airlines with an impressive fleet of 878 aircraft. This is followed by Ryanair with 443, United Airlines with 383, American Airlines with 344, and Delta Airlines with 218 as of August 2021. The 737's popularity with these major airlines underscores its enduring appeal and operational efficiency. The Boeing 737's global reach is truly remarkable. In 2006, over 4,500 Boeing 737s were in operation by more than 500 airlines, serving 1,200 destinations in 190 countries. On average, 1,250 aircraft were airborne at any given time, with a 737 either taking off or landing every five seconds. This demonstrates the 737's critical role in global air travel being the most commonly flown aircraft in 2008, 2009, and 2010. By 2013, the numbers had risen to over 5,580 Boeing 737s operated by more than 342 airlines in 111 countries.
At this point, the 737 fleet represented more than 25% of the worldwide fleet of large jet airliners. The aircraft had carried over 16.8 billion passengers over 119 billion miles with more than 184 million flights, which is an astounding achievement. The fleet continued to grow and by 2016, there were 6,512 Boeing 737 airliners in service, slightly outnumbering the Airbus A320 family. However, in 2017, the number of 737s in service was fewer than the A320 family. With 6,858 737s compared to 6,965 A320s. This back and forth between the two models highlights the intense competition in the narrow-body aircraft market. By 2018, the number of Boeing 737s in service had exceeded 7,500 with an average of 2,800 aircraft airborne at any time, and two 737s either departing or landing every three seconds. This incredible frequency of operation meant the 737 was carrying around 3 million passengers daily. The global 737 fleet had carried over 22 billion passengers since its introduction. The 737 has been operated by many countries for various applications, including passenger, business jet, and cargo variants, as well as in government or military roles. Countries using the 737 span continents and include Argentina, Australia, Brazil, Chile, China, Colombia, India, Indonesia, Iran, Kazakhstan, Malaysia, Mexico, Mongolia, the Netherlands, Nigeria, Pakistan, Peru, Poland, South Africa, Saudi Arabia, South Korea, Taiwan, Thailand, Turkey, the United Kingdom, and the United States. Despite facing challenges such as the grounding of the 737 MAX and a drop in orders in 2019, the 737 family remains a cornerstone of commercial aviation. As of November 2023, 16,158 units of the Boeing 737 family had been ordered with 11,615 units delivered, making the 737 the most delivered jetliner, surpassing the A320 family. The 737's journey is a testament to Boeing's commitment to innovation and understanding market needs. From the 5,737 delivered to Southwest Airlines in February 2006 to the 10,000th ordered in July 2012 and rolled out in March 2018, the 737 continues to be a vital player in the global aviation industry. As of November 2023, the Boeing 737 family has been involved in 529 aviation accidents and incidents, including 215 hull loss accidents resulting in a total of 5,779 fatalities. These numbers, while significant, must be viewed in the context of the 737's extensive service history and its status as one of the most widely used commercial aircraft in the world. Boeing's analysis of commercial jet airplane accidents between 1959 and 2013 revealed that the hull loss rate for the original series was 1.75 per million departures for the classic series 0.54 and for the next generation series 0.27. This data indicates a trend of improving safety over the generations reflecting advancements in technology and safety protocols. However, the 737's history has not been without its challenges. 
During the 1990s, a series of rudder issues on the minus 200 and minus 300 series led to multiple incidents, including two total loss accidents, United Airlines Flight 585 and U.S. Air Flight 427. These accidents, which collectively resulted in the loss of 157 lives, were caused by sudden and unexpected deflection of the rudder, leading to a loss of control. Similar rudder issues were implicated in at least five other instances of temporary loss of control. The National Transportation Safety Board, NTSB, identified a design flaw that could cause uncommanded rudder movement. As a result, the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, ordered the replacement of rudder servo valves on all 737s and mandated new pilot training protocols to handle unexpected control surface movements. The 737 MAX series faced its most significant challenge with the crashes of Lion Air Flight 610 in October 2018 and Ethiopian Airlines Flight 302 in March 2019, which collectively caused 346 deaths. These tragic events led to the worldwide grounding of the 737 MAX series and a thorough investigation into the aircraft's design and software, particularly the Maneuvering Characteristics Augmentation System, MCOS. Boeing suspended production of the 737 MAX in January 2020, resuming it in May 2020 after implementing design and training changes. These incidents have had a profound impact on Boeing and the aviation industry at large, leading to increased scrutiny over aircraft design and certification processes. They have also highlighted the critical importance of continuous improvement in aviation safety and the need for robust regulatory oversight. Despite these challenges, the Boeing 737 remains a pivotal aircraft in commercial aviation. Its various generations have consistently pushed the boundaries of what is possible in terms of efficiency, capacity, and range. The 737 has transformed the airline industry, enabling affordable and accessible air travel for billions of people worldwide. It has also served as a platform for innovation, influencing aircraft design standards, and contributing significantly to the advancement of aviation technology. In conclusion, the story of the Boeing 737 is one of innovation, adaptability, and resilience. While its journey has been marked by challenges, the 737 has played a crucial role in shaping the modern aviation landscape. Its widespread use by airlines across the globe is a testament to its reliability, efficiency, and enduring appeal. As the aviation industry continues to evolve, the legacy of the Boeing 737 will undoubtedly remain a significant chapter in the history of commercial flight. Thank you for joining us in this series as we explore the remarkable journey of the Boeing 737. Thank you for all your support. It means a lot and if possible, please leave a like or subscribe.